Welcome, everybody. This is Pastor Nick and Pastor Kim, and this is your 30-minute burn brought to you by Firehouse Community Church. All right, guys, we're going to dive right on into a concept not very much discussed in the body of Christ. Don't really know why, but we are going to talk about it. And it is the concept of time relative to people and what God does in decades. So if you look at things through the scripture and the lens through the scripture, what you're going to find is that God doesn't do things for moments just to do things for moments, that he does things in concepts and relativities in terms of decades and generations. <clears throat> Even when it talks about a blessing is unto a thousand generations. When he blesses, he blesses for generations times even you know everybody's famous lovely verse jeremiah 29 11 the most out of context verse in christendom is you know i know the plans that i have for you to prosper you not harm you to give you hope in the future but its context is in that the people are in bondage and he is saying i am going to keep you there for a specific amount of time which is in decades and so you're going to find that all throughout the scripture god speaks in terms of 10 years or more and so we just want to kind of dive right under dive right into that because that ha it's a reality that he still operates in. I mean, he is the same yesterday, today and forever. The same God that delivered Joshua and Moses and like all this is the same God that lives today. We always want to talk about the blessings, which is great, but we really don't talk about the decades it takes to get there. And so Pastor Kim, I want you to dive right on into this with me because we're going to go deep real fast. We only got 30 minutes. I want you to just kind of briefly explain what God does and with this idea and then decade relative like this. How do I say it? This uh, ideology of what God does with his people in decades. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I think this is really poignant, specifically as we're heading into a new decade. Right. Ooh, talk in the Gregorian ah, twenty twenty. Heading into the new decade within the next week, Come right on. now, um, because God does deal in decades and generations, generations and decades. So you'll often see Him speaking of His faithfulness, speaking of His plans, as He, as was just spoken, prophesying through the prophets of the Old Testament and the New in terms of the generations or the decades. Um, and and that's important because if we don't, if we see life minute by minute yeah. because we're yeah. we're under the influence of the culture and the culture That's is so right now everything is instant and then we're reading the scripture we're trying to relate to a god of eternity <laughs> who is dealing with things in generations and decades and years and groupings of seven years and you know seasons and 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 we're gonna we could misunderstand what he's saying we could misinterpret mm. his intentions What's good? What's not good? Okay, I'm getting really excited because we're judging it by its implication in this second instead of seeing it for what it is in completion. So I'm gonna just draw some more out of you real fast because mm -hmm. there's this. This is really, really, really important because what you're saying is that you can actually misunderstand. God can be answering your prayer, and you could be misunderstanding what He's doing oh, yeah. because you're in a valley rather than a hilltop. Mm. Because you're thinking it's more than just a week or two, mm. you know, it's a, it's a month. Why hasn't God answered when God's yeah. saying, I'm trying to get to your generations Jesus. and I'm trying to help you long, with longevity over decades. What people don't get. Talk about is Sometimes it. we're asking for the relief of a symptom mm -hmm. that is connected e to a root system. 
that is rooted throughout the generations yes of our family line Come or on. our cultural context sometimes we're praying for something but it's been decades <sighs> entrenched or even centuries okay. entrenched. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you go in, because you're going <laughs> in, and I love it. I love it, but you, you, you go, you, we go, we, sometimes you can't take them to the, to, to the trenches to just yet, but hold I on mean, a second. I mean, we only got 30 minutes. I know, but hold up, hold up, hold up, because I want, I want to get, hold on a second. I don't think people realize that they've been entrenched for decades. Hmm. See, they they they're they're thinking, well, why? I don't want God to take ten years, but you took ten years to get here. Preach about it, sir. So so hold on a second, <laughs> because what you just said was see people can see this is what I love. This is why you have to re-listen to pastors when they preach, or to prophetic voices yeah. when they preach, yeah, or to your apostles when they preach because there's so many layers in what they say. It's never just what they say. Let me just let me tell you from somebody who does this purposefully by the spirit of the living God, when I preach, I don't just preach on one level. I am saying something mm. on several different levels at the same time. Yes. Purposefully because there is someone with a deeper level of understanding in God that's going to need something. Yes. And there's a surface level understanding of God that's in the room. So I have to be able to preach on multiple levels. So please re-listen to your men and women of God that are ministering to you because there is multiple levels of understanding that's yes. in, that's laced throughout their speaking. Specifically highlighting what Pastor Kim just said in that it took people decades to get to a specific place. You want God to unwind, bless, and redo everything in a day. When God is saying, I need you to learn longevity in the opposite direction. Come on, because even if he does it in a day. That's a, yes, even right. Even if he brings that thing in a day. Talk about it it still isn't going to be completely manifest in the way that you desire to see it on that day. Talk about he can it. give it in a day. Mm -hmm. But if it took decades to get to the place where it is, then you're going to experience freedom in a day. Mm. But the walking out of new habits, new perspectives of opportunities, Disciplines. new disciplines mm -hmm. right new relating in existing relationships all that have to be redefined by the experience that took place in a day all of those things still need to be manifest and so we and, and this also goes in another direction it's not just that people can be disappointed in god unnecessarily but some of us as christians are disappointed in ourselves mm. unnecessarily yeah we think that we are failing because we're looking and we think God expected our expertise to spring forth in one year. Mm. When when he spoke forth that calling, he knew how long it would take to build the expertise of the person, the man or woman that we're measuring ourselves against or that we're looking to. Yeah. And sometimes we're thinking, oh, this is just so simple. It's just so not, you know, gosh, why haven't I yet caused Mount Fiji to move or, you know, whatever, you know, we're <laughs> right. so looking at like, man, I went to Walmart and I ain't even witnessed the 10 people, whatever it is that we have in our mind, we get expectations of ourselves, and God might be looking and thinking faithfulness, uh, man, but you showed up to prayer. That's it. 
you know what I mean? Man, but you, but you, when I, when I prompted you, you responded. And yeah, I know you got it right. Like 50% of the time, but even the times that you didn't like your heart was just pricked and you went back and you prayed over that thing. Like the, what it looks like God is looking even at us and what he's calling us to do and expecting from us in terms of decades and generations as well <clears throat> not that we can take a decade to say yes to god that's not what i'm saying no but when we say yes we still find that we have weaknesses and faults and yeah. you know um and in the midst of that sometimes we're impatient with ourselves uh, okay <clears throat> i want to uh, for those of y'all listening that have ministries i want to just take a moment okay because <clears throat> uh, well you know what this isn't just for people with ministries it's just people for people every, everywhere yeah what you define as successful and what God defines as successful are two different things, oftentimes. Mm. What God defines as successful usually wraps up in obedience and faithfulness, period. Um, what we define as successful usually translates to numbers mm. or influence. Mm. And we have to redefine our thinking around how God sees success. Noah preached to a generation of people mm. and built a boat for a hundred years Jesus. with no one listening. Did not get any converts. None, but yet he's still in the hall of faith. Mm. And his, his own family That's deep. tripped out. Yeah. But yet, because of God's grace, they came upon the boat. I want, I want you all to really begin to rethink that just look at the life of Noah yeah. to preach the same word because God said it for a hundred years with no visible fruit. And God called that success. You look at other people throughout the scriptures that John the Baptist, the fruit of his ministry ended up with his head chopped off. Guys, l you have to understand that he still was faithful and preached to the point that the Messiah came to him to be baptized so that there could be a fullness that was that, that was that was displayed. We need to begin to understand that decades of life given in one direction that God has told us doesn't necessarily have to translate to people and it doesn't necessarily have to translate to dollars and it doesn't necessarily have to translate to influence in order for it to be successful in God's eyes. Now why am I saying this? Because all of those people and many that you know that are in the modern age that have successful ministry, it took decades to get there. Mm -hmm. And so even when we look at people, you see, we can't see Jesus. We'll, we'll, we'll call him. OK, we'll say Jesus, but. I don't know. Anyway, it was Jesus rebuked David for counting people. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to rebuke you for this. You counted them during the census because he wanted to he wanted to be able you think well what's wrong with counting the numbers what's wrong with counting the people what's wrong with doing all that it's like you have to understand that's not how god looks at it god's not looking at it what to to whether you count the but god's looking at whether you obeyed or not okay. we have to begin to stop looking at the numbers and calling it that this that the numbers qualify or disqualify what we do and we right. have to because this is how God thinks because God thinks in terms of decades and generations. And, and the reason for that being not because we aren't called to be fruitful because we're called to be fruitful and multiply, right? But because 
the context and let me know if I'm getting this right profit the context that we're using is we're acting like social media influencers or we're acting like um flocks of you know shepherds with competing flocks and just counting our number against the next person's number as opposed to comparing what we're doing to what God is asking us to do understanding that we are all a part of his plan for the fullness of time and what we're supposed to be doing looks differently according to our assignments. Absolutely. And and, and when I, and, and also just to kind of caveat what you're saying, popularity doesn't necessarily mean that you've been graced by God to win. It's it's listen. We'll go back to Noah. Noah's still known not because so many people followed him, but because his faithfulness spoke after him. There's some people, like Bob Jones said something once. Bob Jones, if you don't know, is a, one of the greatest prophets that ever walked the face of the earth, recently passed away within the last five years or so. And um, he said this, you, a prophet is never really known until 10 years after his death. And what he was saying was, no one will ever believe the future until it happens. And when you're prophesying, you're going to be prophesying so far into the future that people won't understand it until you're 10 years dead. And then all of a sudden, I should have listened. I should have done this or I should have done that. Right. And so what, the, what I'm saying is the fruit doesn't necessi- isn't necessarily born right away. So, so now I'm, I'm, I'm going to spin it back because I'm like, okay, this is all true. All true. But someone could be listening to this and be thinking, this is very bleak. Are you saying that? <laughs> yeah. I that there will be no one who listens to me and no, no one will show up and no. that is what it means to be holy or that's no. what it means to, to what be I'm faithful. Saying, what I'm saying is faithfulness isn't isn't determined upon the people's response. Faithfulness mm-hmm. is determined upon your heart to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like is going to vary from person to person. Yeah. And so what, what when we're talking about how God sees things in terms of decades and generations – we have to begin to understand that our life is given over in such ways to where if we have to lay a foundation for 10 years, you know, that's okay. Mm-mm. You know what mm, I'm saying? Mm, mm. Hold up now. <laughs> Hold up. Are you saying, are you saying that God is calling me to stadiums, but I might have to wait 10 years before they fill up? Yes. <laughs> you might have to wait 30 years might before they feel 15 years yeah, d- listen it d- you know Lou Engel is, a, is one of my one of my spiritual heroes mm, I love that's that a good man. example I just love that man yeah and if anybody knows the ministry of Lou Engel it's a very powerful ministry yes, it is. that spans the decades but hey here's the thing about Lou Engel it took decades to get there he didn't preach his first real sermon and get really into certain things in the life of the spirit till he was 45 years old Mm-hmm. And so when we see Lou Engel at 65, we're like, man, this guy's been in ministry for so long. Right, you think it's been 40, 50 years when really he just, he's kind of newish. Newish. Yeah. yeah. You know, when it, but it, so much fruit. So, so much, much because, impact. Because he stayed in the hidden place. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing, guys, you know, when, when a woman gets pregnant, she's she has to wait nine months in general to see her child. And so... Why? Because there's a de- development process inside a mother's womb. Well, so, such the like it is in the spirit. Sometimes it takes nine years to develop somebody. Right. You know, it's 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 all dependent upon how God wants to build. So we're trying to talk everyone listening to this podcast into some patience. 
into patient endurance with themselves first with themselves and with the promises of god yes to not throw away a promise because it seems to be delayed Come according on. to the way we interpreted it to be coming and it's not that you know god doesn't you know give us goodness in the midst oh my goodness you know so i mean the scripture so says the scripture says you know i would have fainted have i not seen the goodness, goodness of, of the, the lord, lord in the, the land, land of the, the living, living. And so, you know, there's definitely there's definitely the goodness of God that shows up on a regular basis. I mean, look, my my two boys, mm. right? We got to be open to see that goodness, though, yes. don't we? Yes. Right? We can't be like, well, either it's this thing or it's nothing. You know what my number one heartbreak is for people, just as a pastor, as a leader, mm. is looking at people give up because it didn't look like what they thought it would. Mm. And it's like, hold on a second, man. You got to stop. You got to stop thinking for like, for example, because it goes both ways, by the way. It's not just in 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 what seems to be defeat, but it also what seems to be success. Mm. So I've seen people we will swing on the we'll swing on the down end first with this with what seems to be defeat. And then we'll swing on the up end end second. You know, people like, well, you know, just the, the event didn't didn't give as much people as I thought it would. I lost money here. I didn't do that, you know. It's like, yeah, but you were faithful. And don't you know that that counts for something in heaven, right? Amen. And then on the other end, you f- you find people that f- have gained success and then find themselves new crowds and don't go to church anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, but they think they're in the favor of the Lord. And no, sorry. You think this is God. Now, it was God opening the door, but you lost your favor a long time ago. Because you weren't faithful, and so what you're what you're what you're really burning is grace now. Can I say something crazy? Say it. It is a very cheap price. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if Satan can can just slip you a little success to keep you away from God mm. and your call mm. and all of the people assigned to your call, <sighs> if that would silence you, it is a very inexpensive price. For the kingdom of darkness. You mean you sold yourself for a bowl of soup? Yeah. You I mean, sold he, your birthright see, here's for a bowl thing, of soup? The birthright. Because you don't even, he don't even it, it's not required that you would lose your whole soul, although the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. So destroy they would like to, but still steal and kill they will settle for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if if the destiny, if the calling, if the birthright in that realm of a, of a son or daughter of God could be stolen, uh, could be sold, then absolutely, you know, the enemy yeah. doesn't just come through. You know, people think, oh, there was a car accident. It was the devil. You Not know, always. people think, oh, there was identity theft. It was the devil. Well, maybe, but those are those aren't the only things that can come right. from the kingdom of darkness to pull us right. away from God. And, you know, the scripture says that God doesn't want us to be ignorant of his devices. Mm. So, you know, we keep it about the Lord. We keep it about the kingdom. We don't over talk about the enemy. But to be clear, sometimes... It is that, you know, in, in the realm of success, the Bible talks about how praise tries a man's heart. Like, um, and it's the truth, you know what I mean? Like, like silver is tried, um, you know, it's, it's going to show some things. And so sometimes, yeah, that, that whole moment, wh- whenever you're substituting God for his things, mm. whenever we're so busy with the promotion or we're so busy with the house or we're so busy with the new relationship or the career overall that we don't have time for God anymore. We need to know that no, God doesn't understand. 
it's not okay. Right. Yeah, it could be that it got overwhelming for a week or even a few weeks and we were figuring it out. But when we have a lifestyle now, and I'm saying you're past a month and you're settling in, this is becoming a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's No, it's not actually okay. And people go off for decades because of that thing. Oh, yes, they do. They trip out. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. You know, we, we, we're we so easy to give ourselves grace for the 30 or 20 or 10 years that we were in foolishness. Right? But we don't give God oh, grace. Oh, my goodness. To build something for, for 10, 10 20, years, 20 30 or 30 years. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and that's the thing that we need to see. Like, when you read your Bible... When even Jesus on the cross wasn't looking at the people in front of him, right? He's looking at the generations that come after him. That's why he said, that's why he said, um, what was it? Was it greater? Some are those that have not seen and still believe. Mm-hmm. You know, blessed, are, blessed those. are those who have not seen and still believe. Talking to Timothy yeah. or Thomas. He's talking to Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's like he's, he's, he was, he always had the perspective of this will be for millennia and when, until I return. Yeah. And when I return, I will re- reconcile all things unto myself. And so he had that view and he's asking us to just be a little bit like him in that. Listen, be patient with your children, raise them up in the way that they should go so that when they get older, they will not depart from it. You know, it's not that they won't, <laughs> it's not that they won't have moments of testing uh, the boundaries of what you've taught them, but that that when they get older, they will not depart from the faith. They will realize there is a home, and so we have to. We have to, even he speaking and prophesying over our children said, "Give them decades of grace." Mm. And so you know, there's so many times throughout the scripture when he speaks of his family, like even like we always talk about, you know, the the prodigal son, like he was gone a year. He was not, he was, he spent Mm. his entire fortune. Yeah. This entire fortune was not gone in a month. You know, it was gone. It took a while. And then it took a while for him to come home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, another one it took a while for David. Yes. King David. Yes. You know, we're speaking hope right now (sighs) because we got to see that God is doing something. The word of God is true in Romans 8. Mm-hmm. God causes all things to work together for good talk about for it. those who love him and are called according to his purpose. But yeah, that, requires, that requires some trust in him yeah. and some faith in the long haul. So here comes David, who is despised in his father's house. Mm-hmm. Well, who, when the man of God comes and says he's looking for one of David's sons, he's about to anoint him king. Mm-hmm. Every son is brought Except for David, Except every because he was in the field tending son. to the sheep. And uh, you understand what it means to be of your father's house, the one child who isn't even considered. I do actually understand, <laughs> not from my own natural father's but home. To say, oh, not no. from my natural <laughs> father's only two home. Of y'all. No, <laughs> no, but to be that one who who isn't even considered. Um, so whatever was going on there, right, yeah, and then yeah. to be brought up by the man of God to be anointed that you're going to be king. And then David surely imagining that Saul was going to teach him how to be a king. And he was going to enter into the castle and grow up into maybe marry one of Saul's daughters, which he did at some Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. That was controversial Mm -hmm. too. And 
that's just not how the story went. No. And it was decades from the day of David's anointing mm-hmm. to the time that he was anointed over just one of the tribes of Israel. <laughs> and then years again, decades several again. years until he got to be anointed over all, all 12 Israel. tribes of Israel. Yep. That was literally um, 20, 30 years. It was mm-hmm. decades. It was decades. It was decades. It was many years before Saul actually, after the Lord said, I've not chosen him anymore, before he actually passed away and lost his throne. Yeah. And before David had fully ascended into that place. And David is what he's, he is in the hall of faith. He is oh. literally so honored by God that Jesus will return and sit upon the throne of, of David, David. That's right. fulfilling the promises that the Lord made to King David. That's right. I mean, he is a perfect picture of, how to be imperfect, but have your heart be totally toward the Lord so that you keep repenting and he keeps bringing you back and lifting you up. Yeah. Um, but that story, even before he got to the throne, like forget Bathsheba and Solomon and all that, before he could get to that throne, that was decades. Yeah. Decades of faithfulness, decades of serving that same father who despised him. Years, I mean, of serving that father who despised him, serving those brothers. That's another podcast we got to do, Being chased down by Saul, hiding Because you caves. don't have to be liked to be faithful. Oh, that's another. Th- that's another thing. But we're gonna, we're gonna say that again, sir. You don't have to be liked to be faithful. Mm. You know, that's one of those other things that are a part of this decades conversation that we also want to bring into another podcast because serving does not require the other end to recognize you. If you mm. have been charged to serve, the Lord says, "Serve in this place." Yeah. Then that's what you do, and. And whether whether it's a good master or a bad master, whether it's someone that's, you know, that loves God or doesn't love God, if yeah. until you're released from heaven, mm, that's good. to to move on from a particular place, now, now no hold on before y'all start, you know, like what about abuse? We ain't talking about crazy, okay? But we are talking about just because your boss doesn't like you doesn't mean you get to talk ill about him or her all the time. Mm. It doesn't mean you get to refuse to do. Well, I'm just going to do the bare minimum because that's just what I'm. That's what my job. That's not at all. The Bible says, hey, if he wants you to walk a mile, walk two with them. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. But all of this is involving humility and developing a steadfastness and a discipline that will last you when trial Mm. comes. And I'm not just talking about when negativity hits for a moment. We're talking about when the Antichrist arrives and challenges everything about your faith. Mm-hmm. See, this is, why the, this is why the Bible talks about um, a great falling away. And it's because people have not been disciplined in the, in the place of faithfulness and steadfastness, one in prayer, two in the word, and three in the relationship with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, because... When the enemy comes in the last in the end times, there will be an increase of people saying how wrong you are to believe in Jesus. Jesus. And so how is your heart going to maintain the scrutiny of family and friends? Mm. How is your how is your spirit? How is your soul, not your spirit, but your soul, your mind, will and emotions going to handle the devastation of people walking away from you? Just because you want to pray for five or ten minutes, just because you want to invoke the name of Jesus. And here's the thing. Even if we if we don't see the breakdown in in Revelation, because isn't it true 
that every every generation, every generation, the prophetic people are going. It is time. It is time. It, it is now. It is about to happen. Like this very soon. Hey man, the and apostles were that. like, we don't know when he's coming back. Look, he the apostles are ready for every second. Yeah. The prophets are ready for every second. And so we have to realize we could be like them right now. We could be thirty years but away, forty even, years away, hundred years away. We don't know. <laughs> but but there's this sense of readiness. Yes. That keeps us in this posture of the fact that this is not home. We are eternal beings. Come on. We are of the spirit. Um, oh, there's podcast. See, when you were talking, I heard a podcast <laughs> of know, how to position yourself for promotion. Because you have to understand humility. You have to understand honor. honor. If honor you want to be a everything. boss, you need to get honor. You need to give honor whatever position you're in if you ever want to be elevated to Come that on. other level Come and be on. able to be established Come there. On. There are many people who can't give honor and they want to create a platform for, for themselves and, and figure out why I won't, why I won't go. But what you just said, man of God. Man of God. <laughs> You're funny. What you just said. Um, you know, there's something of a readiness, whether we're readying ourselves for ourselves or readying ourselves for our grandchildren that they might be ready. There you go. That there is something that we have to understand. And in the process of being ready for the Lord's return and, and having our heart be loyal to him and being ready to resist whatever we position ourselves. If our country goes that route, because many nations are there right now where people are dying, not they're losing their jobs, they're unable to find jobs, and they're being physically persecuted for believing in Jesus. But even if we never get there here, praise God. God is good. Faithful praise man. God. I don't want to lose man. a stronghold of the Lord in the earth. However, with that being said, there is some persecution. Always. And how are we standing up to that? So if you if you might lose out on a project because they know you love jesus or if they might start talking about you well you know blah 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 is wrong with you and we think it's because you go to church too much i mean everybody is going to get some level everybody. of at least misunderstanding and a little bit of social scrutiny over it and what does it look like to go no god has been faithful to me my whole life this decade of my life mm. looks like me putting my eyes on the eyes of jesus and taking a deep breath and being steady See, that's the thing, before. and we're going to end with this. You will outlast anybody when you're in love. Mm. And the only way to stay in love is to stay connected. And the only way to understand that is that this is a covenant for life. Yeah. So when you look at Jesus, this isn't about your day. This is about your life. Your day just happens to be wrapped up in it. Yeah. So, all right, guys, hopefully you understand what we've just kind of dropped on you. I know that was a little bit of a lot, but that's why it's a 30-minute burn. It's a 30-minute burn. Rewind. Hashtag let it burn. Hashtag let it burn. Hashtag let it burn. Re-listen and re-listen and re-listen until you get it. We love you. We bless you. If you want a, a subject to come on up, let us know. We would love to talk about it with you. Um, check out the website, uh, website. firehousecommunity.org. Yep. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.